we're live. No, we're not live. We're recording. <laughs> we're say, the opposite of live. We've never been live. No. <laughs> I don't think we should go live. No. I mean, you we know. We don't edit much of anything anyway, but. But live is a whole different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Usually involves oh. video and I'm not in, <laughs> into, you know, videoing us. So. I don't know why, baby. I know why. So okay, we'll just, we'll just leave, leave it, it there. <laughs> we won't get into all the whys or any of that kind of stuff. Okay, so I just have to say, I am I'm drinking some kombucha this morning. Yeah. And well, is it morning? I've lost track. It's well, almost... technically, it's still it's before noon. Okay. So anyway, um, I saw another life coach who pushed something on social media about drinking kombucha from a wine glass. And so I was like, oh, oh. I'm going to do that because I just drink it out of those, you know, bottles that yeah. they come in. And um, it looks, when I poured it in there, it actually looks like a beer in my wine glass. <laughs> yeah, very pale. pale. Yeah. You know, yeah, beer. <laughs> I know. But it's kind of nice. I think it airs out differently and it tastes a little oh. different. So Yeah. Does it taste less disgusting? <laughs> That's the question. You know, it's all about sour to me. So this stuff is awesome. <laughs> the first time I ever heard of kombucha, I was like, what is that? And somebody was like, well, it's like this fermented. Da -da -da. And I was like, mm. <laughs> 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 sounds yeah. amazing. It took me a long time to get up the nerve yeah. to try it. But I found one that I really like that I can. Uh, that's pretty expensive if you get it in the grocery store. But when I can get it at Costco in like a six pack. Yeah, Stock, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Costco for the win. It's like a pineapple one. peach. Kombucha. Ooh, maybe Costco will sponsor us because we're promoting oh, them. Right <laughs> we gotta give up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not much of a kombucha guy. Nope. No. But you don't think sour beers are real? And didn't say that they're not real. <laughs> they're <laughs> I, not a real in fact, beer. Opposite. They are real. <laughs> real gross. <laughs> so, <laughs> real undrinkable. No. <laughs> it's the only way you can get me to go out for a beer with you is if it is. I'm very happy sour. with them. Actually, yeah. I love when I see that uh, that a place has a sour on tap because then I'm like, ooh, I can take Jess there. Yeah. <laughs> we can meet up for a beer. So. It, we don't have to like the same things. Well, no. We've been in this game long enough. We're not about that anymore, are no, we? No, we're not. And in Remember fact when we, we used to be, though? <laughs> remember when we used to have, like, matching flannels? Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. Not just matching flannels. <laughs> <laughs> matching scrunchies. Scrunchies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We were, we were that couple. Well, yeah, we, my mom, I, she found us flannels, like matching flannels. They got us for Christmas after yeah. we'd gotten engaged before we got married. And then somehow we ended up finding scrunchies. Well, it was the 90s. Come on. Plaid was everywhere. Plaid. Um, <laughs> if you didn't have a flannel. Right. right sorry, right. You're not alive. <laughs> um, so finding a plaid scrunchy that matched our matching yeah, flannels yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it, but it wasn't only that we also had the the matching was it the matching vests was that um, was it a vest or what uh, was no, it no it was it was from old navy they were these like taupe color do you know what taupe is 
I don't know what taupe is. <laughs> I realize. A, I don't know what taupe is. B, I am colorblind, so I don't know that I would know what taupe was, even if you showed me. <laughs> so, okay. so A is probably more important, though. It's kind of a, it, well, it's kind of the color of my kombucha wine here. Oh, I immediately went to like a greenish color of some oh kind. Oh my gosh, no. It's like, oh. it's like light tan, off-white kind of. Yes. Anyway, they were these like fuzzy pullovers that were really popular in Old Navy at the time. So, yeah. God, I think we're talking <gasps> about the same thing. We but did have plaid vests. I think my mom made them for us. Yes. I'm kind of thinking there was yeah. something. Yeah. 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 We were matchy-matchy a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah, and your mom loved well, it. because in, in the grunge she... area, era, I mean, there was a, it was pretty kind of unisex yeah. looking clothing. It was grungy. So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. No, we we did that whole thing yeah. for a while. Gosh, when did we stop doing that? Pictures. When did Oof. we grow um, out? Like how why? many years you know of when? marriage? Uh when we had kids because oh, yeah. then I matched the kids instead of matching us. Yeah. You know, okay, this is true, but I also think well, it might have been around the same time. <laughs> I have to think about it now. It might have been around the time that we we had Kaylee. Well, officially you had her, but uh, I was a part of it. <laughs> so, um, but I I had like a a salesman job, remember, for the aircraft parts, and I started dressing in polos, and mm. I started dressing like I was twenty years older than I was because I was still like just twenty. Yeah, I think you even had a few. Hawaiian print button ups. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like full on pullovers tucked into my jeans. I mean, I I kind of look like an engineer a little bit. Yeah. I know yeah. there is a like a a Hawaiian print button up hipster kind of look now. But <laughs> that was I will not it. you were <laughs> not looking like that. You were looking like we just looked old. Like a retired 60-year-old. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Jeez, so, good know. grief. What a time. What a time <laughs> we went through. Well, we were trying. Fashion has not been our thing. We were so young, and then we were like trying to, yeah. you know, fit in with, you know, really older friends that had kids and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, now we're just old trying to fit in with younger. So I. I mean, are we trying to fit in no, with anybody? No, we really aren't. We really are I think aren't. we just gave up on that shit. Well, part of it is that they don't sell anything but mom jeans anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing in mom jeans again? I'm sorry. I said the F word. But I don't know I why. It's, Siri. <laughs> I don't what, know. Only I'm supposed to say well, it. You have to apologize if I you say it. I have to use it for really important things. And mom jeans need to I go. don't think so. I remember you saying it this morning for not really that important of a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, no, let's no. just move on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really buy that. <laughs> you save your fucks for... <laughs> Really gosh. important things. <laughs> okay. Because uh, yeah, I think um, you have plenty of. We well, have a, I don't know. we have a friend who who on her Facebook 
yeah. just posts the best stuff. <laughs> That's right. Stacy Rogers. Yes. She posts these uh, gifts and uh, quotes and different things on there all the time. Yeah. That's usually just around something. About not having any fucks to give is right. what it's usually about. about yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, it has been some good humor in this last it year. Has been. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And also, you know, very appropriate. So, yeah. Because yeah. um, sometimes you're just there. Sometimes sometimes you're just you're just tired of shit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so uh, last was, time. Was that the banter you were looking for? Well, I, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I was just getting ready to talk about <laughs> how last time, you know, we kind of just. Did your voice just crack? I think it did. <laughs> Well, we can go back and listen to it, but I don't want to. I don't think it did. God. I think you just snorted so, too. No. <laughs> I can see what the tone of this episode is going to be mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yep. And you're only drinking kombucha. You can't even blame it on I can't. This being is tipsy. Just, just Saturday for me. It's just, yeah. So, um, I was going to say, going Gur- what is going? <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of you this time. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say that uh, last time we just tried, you know, winging, winging it. And and let's just start with the banter. And you were having none of it. Mm-mm. So you were completely out of place. Would you like a whole podcast of just banter? Because <laughs> yeah. um, I could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's the opposite of what happened last time. You were like, give me structure. <laughs> give me an outline. Sorry. You just get all over Tell me what me. we're talking about today. <laughs> or we're well, talking about you know, nothing. I, I look at you across the table and behind you is this yeah. whiteboard with your little what is what is that? Like a, a That is the that is the whole blueprint layout for uh for, for rethink. rethink. Yes. Right. So it's got all these boxes and lines going everywhere. Yeah. It's like this creation process. Right. It's very structured. So what is sitting behind <laughs> you is structure. <laughs> yes. But what is but you're having to look beyond me for the structure. <laughs> I think that's very, very important for you to understand. This is a learning opportunity for you. (laughs) Just give me a moment. I have some breathing to do. (laughs) Right. You need to pull up one of Stacy's Facebook messages for me. I just go back to what I said this morning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We do. We did say that. that we were going to choose a topic to talk about. And I think we kind of landed on a a few different topics, but we did. uh, Yeah. Well, and I, I find it interesting that the topic that you landed on was one I kind of brought up, Hey, this might be something interesting to talk about, um, for an episode, but I probably need some time to kind of dig into it a little bit more because (laughs) I, I just kind of know the surface of this one. And so just a little while ago, you were like, I think we should talk about this. I'm like, what? I don't, I didn't do my research. (laughs) So you might have structure today, but I'm winging it. Yeah. Well, I just, okay. Which might be interesting to just respond. It's the whole Dr. Seuss thing. And and it's uh, cancel culture and all that kind of stuff. And I I just, I've I've been, I've had a couple little conversations, nothing big, nothing, just very, I've stayed pretty good this time. But uh, I just I've been thinking about this and because I think it 
it falls into the overall theme of what we've been talking about with rethink and all that mm-hmm. too. And how do yeah. we think about things? Like what, what, where do, where do our belief systems come from? And, you know, and right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, so that was one of the things that yeah. we said that we would talk about. I honestly cannot fucking remember the other thing that we said we, we should talk about today. So, so maybe I, that I just wins. It'll then. it'll pop up, and I'll just say it in the middle of another sentence that <laughs> yeah. you're trying to communicate. So, which also happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you put the bottles in the wrong spot. I did. I did. You, you guys so have right. this thing with. Okay, I did. We designed this kitchen to be airy and open because it's a really small space, and then. What do you do? You line everything up because there's a space left against the wall of the kitchen yeah, to I, put something. I think those bottles are cute. So I, I don't. They're pla- They're like these plastic. They're the. All right. Mm. Fine. Uh, you won. That's we we the go bottles in went back the in the cupboard. cupboard. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I told so you I could do this the whole time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's been, well, okay. Before we get into that, can we just comment for a moment on how amazing the last few days have been spring-like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, good grief. It's been absolutely amazing. So <laughs> the sun's been shining. The, I mean, it's, it, the temperatures have been up. Well, and then we were getting all excited because yesterday was, you know, going to be like 60 degrees. And then the sun wasn't out and the wind was blowing. We're like, it actually feels colder than it's been. (laughs) So, but uh, I just have to, you know, say that because it's been pretty awesome. Now, I also understand that this is, it's a little early for, you know, those kinds of wonderful spring temperatures. I think spring, first official day of spring, I think is next Saturday. I haven't even. Or maybe the Saturday after. Anyway, it's coming up here pretty soon, but uh so, you know, uh, what, thank global warming that we got an early spring, but, you know, but, you know, Texas, like we just talked about last time, they kind of got the opposite thing that happened. And, and then the, the whole Northeast has, you know, been having like this wild mm-hmm. winter weather and all that kind of stuff too. So I don't know. I still just think that the uh, PNW is just the best place to live in the world. That's what yeah. I, that's what I think. So, cause when, I- even when things go wrong, <laughs> They're going to go wrong in our favor. <laughs> Jeez, I really should knock on some wood right now. Yeah, you should. Yeah, there we go. Knocking um, on some wood because I, I think I might have just jinxed us for something. <laughs> I uh, I get up really early in the morning to go to work. And um, so if I can leave myself enough space to just enjoy my cup of coffee before I just start my day, just kind of take it in, breathe. Right. I really like that. So I don't remember which day, maybe Wednesday. Um, Thursday or Wednesday, I think it was Thursday. Um, I, w- I stood with my cup of coffee in front of the Arcadia door. Arcadia. Arcadia. Um, why are there some words that are so much fun to say into the mic? Anyway, I tangent. Don't know. Um, <laughs> studio. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm standing there with my cup of coffee and I could see through the trees, uh, the moon. And um, moon was moon in the daylight, and it was like a half moon. And um, I used my amazing iPhone to get in as close as I could to grab a picture of it. But sometimes you're gonna love this analogy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 
uh, I just see it and it just kind of goes past me like, oh, yeah, there's the moon. Other times I look at it and I think of a Star Wars movie. I told you you'd like this. Yeah. You know how they they traveled, they get on these different planets. And so every time they're on a different planet, they have these different I'm really moons. hoping you land this one. <laughs> the moons and planets all, yeah. are all orbiting yeah. Yeah. In, the, in the skies, right? And so sometimes when I see a moment like that with oh, my okay. cup of coffee, Good. Good. I like it. I'm like, oh, like really aware that we have a moon going around our planet, kind of like when you watch the Star Wars movie, yes. you're really you're aware. You're really aware of that. There are planets, yeah. 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 Oh, that was nice. I know. I knew oh. you'd like that. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I was I was really hoping that you weren't going to, you know, mix up with some kind of Star Trek reference or something in the middle of your no, Star Wars. No, I know Wars the difference. And, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will not start naming it. characters because <laughs> one of them is going to be like Bubba Fuck or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can never remember that name. I'm afraid what you just referenced was probably something entirely different. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, maybe we should just banter the whole time. <laughs> Who needs substantive conversation? <laughs> Especially because you're just gonna keep cracking yourself up <laughs> this whole time. I thought you were funny. <laughs> Probably. Uh, well, I mean, you just don't try that often to be funny. Because it's just not, it doesn't hold the same value for you as it does for me. So <laughs> we, we watch these comedic shows. Right. And, Called uh, comedies. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Jess, you, do, you, are you, do you even like this? Like, you're not. You're not even yes. smiling at this. And I'm like, yeah, it's funny. And you're like, what? Right. And um, I'm like, well, there's some people that are funny and I can react to. And there are some people that are funny and I just don't have a reaction for them. Right. But it doesn't right. mean I don't think they're funny. Yeah, that's that's a thing. <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't saying that in some like bad way of just it, that is a thing that's a thing i mm-hmm. yes i agree with that so <laughs> gosh. oh my gosh uh like you know some dr seuss books are funny and some <laughs> wow oh my gosh segue right yeah is that... <laughs> uh let's do let's well let's not segue let's just jump right into it okay because I do really want to talk about this, actually. I can't see you from um, all the tears in my eyes from laughing. <laughs> uh, well, you compose yourself, and and I'll kind of yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of start us off in this conversation. But you know the the news is, and I'm certain there's nobody hearing this that hasn't you know isn't aware. Um, but that uh, Dr. Seuss Company, um, I don't even know the name of the company. It's a publishing um, company. Yeah. It's uh, 
they decided to pull like six of his books. Um, he has literally, I think, like hundreds. Um, but uh, they decided to pull six of them for um, just, you know, really it's, uh, it's racist kinds of depictions of people. Um, and then, and even some, I think there was even some language in there too. I didn't, I didn't look at all the examples of it, but just some racist depictions of people, um, Asian people, black people, that sort of thing. Um, which Dr. Seuss was, um, he was, I mean, it's well known within his history that, that he was, a he was a racist. He didn't mind using the N word or writing it or mm-hmm. drawing, you know, black people in, in a very negative kind of, um, context, uh, you know, Asian people kind of the same thing, you know, so he, that was just kind of, I mean, that existed with him. Um, fortunately that wasn't a large part of his volume of work, you know, uh, but his company decided to pull six of these books that, that, uh, had some of the overt stuff in there. And, uh, and, you know, the internet kind of went apeshit over, you know, cancel culture that Dr. Seuss is being canceled, you know, um, to the point where you have a, you know, a U.S. Senator, um, you know, going like doing a Facebook live or something like that, reading green eggs and ham, you know, because he's making a stand against cancel culture, you know, while, the debates and the, you know, are going on for the new COVID relief package. So basically he ducked out of that to go read green eggs and ham to make a statement about cancel culture. You know, <laughs> It's like, and so there's this whole thing where people are kind of, um, it, it opened up a, you know, a, a broader debate that's been going on for some time, but you know, what is cancel culture and, mm-hmm. you know, and is it, is it a good thing? Is it not a good thing? Should we be canceling people? Should we not be canceling people? You know, all this kind of stuff. And, and of course brought into the, the whole Dr. Seuss conversation was, you know, Hasbro's, I think it's Hasbro that has the, uh, potato head mm-hmm. figures. Um, they decided to, instead of making a Mr. Potato head and a Mrs. Potato head, they were now just going to make a potato head. Mm-hmm. And you could have, you know, both parts to make whatever gendered potato or <laughs> or non-gendered potato that you want to. And people, of course, were going ape shit over that and, you know, and, you know, mm. um, you know, ma- pointing, you know, making memes on uh, online about, you know, uh, showing a Mr. Coffee Pot, you know, they're coming for you next, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and, and just all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And and so um, – <laughs> I just think that uh, I think it's I think it's interesting to see people react to all of this in all the different ways because I think it's it I think it's part of a much larger conversation, and I honestly think that people don't give near as much a shit about all of this as they say they are. They're they're really about a larger conversation mm-hmm. that's happening, and that's a conversation that's been. <clears throat> Um, really kind of, uh, exploding in, um, really in the, the Trumpian era, um, when, uh, when he, when he started just 
saying whatever the fuck was on his mind and, and started making it okay for anybody else to say whatever the fuck was on their minds. And all of a sudden we started realizing that there's a lot of people that still got some shit on their minds, you know? And, um, and, and I, and I think it's, and so I just think it's very interesting. Um, of course in, in line with that too, you know, we were, we, we talked about reading the book, Jesus and John Wayne, Mm -hmm. um, and the, um, and kind of what has been going on with the, the, you know, the marriage between evangelicalism and the GOP party. Um, and, and so a lot of this is bred out of that as well. Um, uh, we're, we're starting a new book right now that's, uh, all about Christian nationalism. Mm -hmm. Um, and I blanking on the name of the book right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have to, well, look that up here, but, uh, um, and it, it's all part of this, I think this, this like very blatant, um, divide that is growing there. It's a, it's the, it's an us and them. Um, and the us's tend to be, um, oh, what was, you pulled it up here, taking America back for God. Yeah. That's what it is. The book on Christian nationalism. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we'll be talking about that at some point in time mm-hmm. too, because that's a you know we're just starting that book, and you know there's some things I want to I want to study up on that yeah. before we get into it too much. But um, the us's tend to be um, those who believe that things at one point in time were really really good, mm. and they're going downhill. Yeah, and and the other and the thems is the is anyone who thinks that uh, w- that there is progress that needs to be made and we need to be growing in our humanity growing in our acceptance of one another um, growing in tolerance for one another's belief all that kind of stuff now just the light that i painted in that <laughs> kind yeah, of shows tells you where my, you are my bent in it but it but it's kind of true Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, largely conservatives, um, large part of conservative evangelicals keep pointing back, you know, to the way things used to be. When you got to get back to that again, we got to get back to that. Kind of like the the title of the book there, you know, taking America back for God. Right. Um, We need prayer back in public schools. We, We need the Pledge of Allegiance in our church services. We need, you know, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? It's a, it's a looking back to trying to reclaim, um, how things once were, mm-hmm. um, how things used to be. Um, and so when, um, when you, t- when they talk about cancel culture, what they're talking about is those things that they want to hang on to that are being quote unquote, I'm using air quotes here, canceled, um, and are are being uh, like the doc these six Dr. Seuss books saying, you know what? We're going to pull these out of print because we just think that they're not appropriate. Um, and you know, we, not everybody thought that at one point in time, but we're in a we're in a day and age today where we think they're not um, appropriate, and so we're going to pull those out of print. And so the you know that conservative. Uh, branch of people is is now is decrying that as you're you're canceling something 
that was a part of us. You're canceling some, you know, you're canceling someone who um, who was a part of our childhoods, who was part of, you know, all that. Who wrote, wrote kids' book for crying out loud, you know. Um, and and like in the in the case of this friend you were talking about on Facebook, who was, you know, oh, I don't think we said that yet, but there was a there was a a, a friend of ours that was making some statements about this. And, I didn't read the whole statement, so it's not really fair. And comparing it against like, yeah. you know, Cardi B's, you know, WAP song and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm going, we're not canceling that, you know, this overtly sexual <laughs> song, right? right? Um, but we're canceling Dr. Seuss, you know? And um, and and it's this, it's this outrage for, look at what we're accepting now, Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're accepting sexual deviance and we're accepting, you know, people that just think they can, you know, believe whatever they want to believe. And we're accepting, you know, people that, you know, think they're boys when they're girls and girls when they're boys. And we're and we're accepting like we're accepting all these things, but we're canceling Dr. Seuss, a children's book author. Right. Um, and it's this and it's uh, it's this whole uh, thing about we need to get back to the good days. We need to get back to when things were good and they were safe for us. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have to worry about what we say. We didn't have to worry about what we think because we're going to offend somebody, you know, all that kind of stuff. We could just, we could just be, we didn't, you know, we didn't have to worry about, being, you know, thin skinned and being careful with, you know, careful with pronouns and careful with, you know, all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a desire for a day when we didn't have to be as thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. anyway, <clears throat> I went on for a long no, time. No, no, I told you, what this you? is, this yeah. is not something that I'm, it's, it's, it's like I've paid attention on a surface level. I keep hearing this, that there are sides to this phrase, cancel culture. And uh, and honestly, just to be really honest, I, I haven't known exactly what it has meant to know if, if there's a side I tend to agree with on this or not. Because I just, it's, sort of like there's been so much going on that this is sort of that that noisy conversation off on the side. I know I know it matters, but I haven't clued in yet. And I did see something come across um social media where um the other side of the conversation with uh cancel culture or with this Dr. Seuss yeah. uh thing that came up was saying, okay, um, evangelicals, you've been canceling things all along, but we use this word called boycott. We've boycotted, yeah, <laughs> we've boycotted Disney when they did this, this, or this animation. We've we've boycotted, um, you know, Christian artists who get a divorce. We boycott, you know, all these long list of things for um, out of. Uh, I'm using air quotes here, out of family values um, systems or out of uh, what they would deem to be sinful or unacceptable or inappropriate or 
things that they're intolerant to. So um, I, I am trying to understand a very big conversation that, um, you know, as, as we've spent the last year really trying to pay attention to a different conversation that we have never, I don't want to say never, but have barely uh, listened to. And that was the conversation of the, particularly the black community, but racism in general. Um, and wanting to say, where have I been insensitive to this? Where have I been unaware? Where have, where have I been uneducated? Um, what do I need to pay attention to? Because if I do want to interact with this world as loving my neighbor, how can I better do that? Right. And so then you have things like this where a publishing company comes forward and says, in light of that new conversation and that awareness that we are wanting to participate in, we feel that these things um, go against that and we want to stop producing them. But because by producing them, we're saying we agree with this. Like there's a there's a statement they don't want to make with this, right? So um, I, I I find it I find it sad <laughs> that we as a country are working so hard to hold on to things that actually hurt other people. Um, it's almost like it's a right to have those books in publication um, or it's a right um, or an offense to have that music published or uh, art that has been depicting all kinds of human tragedies for as long as history has existed. Um, you know, it's, it's not that we want to not tell those stories, but if in somebody's um, effort to tell a story, they hurt other people um, as a collective, as a, as a human being, that's something that, honestly, I wouldn't want to keep passing down to my kids. You know, we're, we're re-looking at every book we pick up with Asher and reading it in a different light. What is this book communicating to him um, about himself, about where his place in this universe is, about his social standing, um, about how he should think about his neighbor. Um, and, and there are some books we choose not to share with them because they're, they don't serve him to be a better human being by reading it just because it exists. So I don't know. That's, a, that's my initial response to it. And yeah. I don't, and like I said, I haven't spent a lot of time diving into this other than this conversation and just <laughs> headlines that I read. Um, <laughs> I know I'm terrible at that. Um, but I, I do wonder that, um, you know, the, the one thing that Jesus wanted to communicate or tried to communicate was you used to say this, or you do say this, but I say this, but I, there might be a better way that if we, if we do yeah. it this way, more people are loved, more people are cared for, more people eat food. So why do you keep trying to go back to that? I mean, I think there's even a story about a woman being turned into a pillar of salt for looking back. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. Like, we have this, like, right, written right. everywhere, and yet why why are we so not 
as a Christian community, why can we not believe our own theology? Like What's this we stuff? I know. I don't I mean, <laughs> I I do right. I do flip back and forth because it has been yes. my life for so long. Yes, I know. That um that if I'm going to have a conversation in that community about that thing, then I sit myself inside that community and I have that conversation with the right. with the box that it's contained in. Right. Um but if I look at it from outside that box, it doesn't make any sense. The things that people are standing for doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, there, there's a number of things that are going on in this, I think. Um, for one, is this term cancel culture, you know, and, <laughs> you know, really where that term came from is that, you know, uh, you know, to, to talk pejoratively about a group of people who just get their feelings hurt all the time. And so they create this this culture of just canceling anything that there anyone that, that offends them or hurts their feelings or, mm-hmm. or whatever else. And, and usually that's from more conservative end of things mm-hmm. talking about those who, um, immorality issues or no, no oh. talking about those who, um, are, you know, get offended at racist things or (laughs) get offended at, uh, you know, at, uh, gender bigoted or, or sexual bigoted kinds of, of statements or, or things like that. And it's like, oh, you're just getting offended by everything, aren't you? You know? And, you know, so you just have this cancel culture where you're just going to cancel everyone who doesn't see things the way you do kind of thing. And it's, so it's, it's largely come from that direction. That doesn't mean it hasn't been used in in the Mm -hmm. other direction as well, but it's largely come from that direction. And so, um, you know, so this, this whole thing about cancel culture is about, is really trying to um, make a statement that there is a group of people, however large it may be, that just wants to find things to be offended at and then shut those things down and cancel those things. Right. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. And the, and the argument, the, the anti argument to that is, yeah, that's been the fucking Christian church for as long as we can remember. Right. (laughs) It's like, you know, we find things that are offensive and, and we shut those things down. We write letters to TV stations to get that television show off the air. And we, yeah. you know, and we, like we talked about, we boycott Disney because they extended benefits to gay partners. You know, we, uh, like literally that was a thing. Yeah. I remember Hobby that. Lobby that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, so all this kind of stuff. And so, um, and so the whole thing about cancel culture, it's just like, I'm like, what culture of canceling? Right. I mean, first of all, that's the thing that I kind of I'm like, that's that's a bullshit kind of thing. I don't I don't accept that. It's it's made up to to try to put people into a uh, back them into a corner and make them have to defend themselves out of that corner. Um, So for one, I just I just think that that whole term, I just think it's bullshit. Um, But when it comes to boycotting or canceling, you know, canceling is even kind of hard because it's like, how do you cancel something? I mean, the only way you can cancel someone, um, or something is if you get enough people together to boycott it. Well, and then 
they can't stay in business or they don't, you know, they lose their right. livelihood or whatever. That's how you cancel. So, so really it's, it's boycotting. Right. Um, and I'm like, we boycott shit all the time. Everyone does. Everyone, everyone, everyone. You do it every time that you decide that you don't want to uh, patron an establishment. Yeah. You do it every time you don't want to buy an artist's music, you know, <laughs> because you don't care for their music. You don't care for their message or, or whatever else it might be. Um, everyone does it on all sides. Right. Um, and, and it's like, that is, I mean, that's like part and parcel with capitalism. It's like at the base of, of, of what America is, the, the financial basis that, that America is built on is that, that if you don't want to support an organization, a business, an individual, a network, whatever you it might be, yeah. then spend your money somewhere else. Yeah. You know, that's how you do that. And if enough people decide that they don't want to spend their money there, then that business person, whatever, they get canceled. Right. And so it's kind of like that's, you know, when you, you you think about like the, you know, on 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 TV that, you know, those who have um, you know, like on I think about on, you know, certain newscasters who have who have said stupid things on the air and then a bunch of, you know, a bunch of their uh, uh, not supporters, but they're um, I just lost the word. <laughs> Um, their sponsors, that's what okay. I was looking for, sponsors, pull their sponsorship from their show. In other words, we're not going to spend advertising money with you because we don't like what you said. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be associated with that. And then that show gets canceled because they, all of a sudden, they don't have any financial backing yeah. anymore, right? Well, guess what? That's called capitalism. Yeah. That's called, you know, you you made a, you made a choice in what you were going to promote with mm -hmm. your image and- you bet that more people would like it than didn't, and you were wrong. Mm -hmm. So you don't get to stay in business, right? Right. Um. What, <laughs> what I think is really ironic about this Dr. Seuss part is, is that um, it was its own publishing company right, right. that chose to remove these books, saying... We don't want to continue moving something that we think um, hurts people groups within the, this country or within the world. Um, and so we're going to make that decision. So nobody actually got canceled here, like in terms of what all of this means. Right. They made a decision about their own product and saying it no longer al aligns with the values of our company. Again, to pull six books. Yeah. A again, six so books that aren't even really popular. Most people, most people didn't weren't aware of them. You can find. I mean, people, of course, are out there saying, "Oh, I had those books." You know, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But most people, they weren't yeah. the most popular books. They don't you know? come in the little, you know, set that. No. Gets yeah, and. But here's the other thing about this too: is that. Um, you know, even Dr. Seuss, like I said, he was he was kind of known for some, you know, uh, well, I shouldn't say he was known for. People were aware that he had done some very racist, you know, cartoons and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And um, and but 
later on, as the as I've read the story, is that he he kind of turned away from from that stuff. He changed his viewpoint and and realized that he needed to to change his thinking, um, and stopped doing any of that kind of artwork or any of those kinds of stories or any of that propaganda. He was doing some propaganda pieces and stuff too. Um, and so he, he kind of cut all that kind of stuff off. And so, you know, here's his company saying, listen, this isn't who he wanted to be remembered for. It's not who we want him to be remembered for. And it's just time, you know, it's time that we just, again, we're not saying go burn these books. We're just <laughs> saying, we're just not going to publish them anymore. Yeah, they didn't even pull them out of anywhere. Like everybody's going to turn these books in or right. something. I mean, right. it's just I, I just find it uh, I find it an ironic uh, conversation to, for people to have when they also say, "I want my freedom of speech. I want to be able to say whatever I want," but then it's just it's so confusing. I think this is one of those areas where words really do matter. Um, and when we throw a hashtag around or we throw um, a term around like this um, without much idea of what it uh, what it actually means, um, it it uh, it's I don't know, I, a bit ignorant, honestly. Um, I say that and I, I started this off saying that I hadn't researched this very much, but um, that's, you know. I, and that's why I just wanted to go ahead and talk about it because I, I think that you know, you've, sure, there's research to be done about specifics and that kind of thing. You know, I wasn't really that concerned with you knowing where you were in, mm -hmm. in the whole thought of, of the thing about, you know, should some things be let go of, you mm -hmm. know, should some things not be given a voice anymore, yeah. you know? Um, but even the, you know, like the, the potato head thing, um, you know, it's, I, I, again, it, <laughs> It's the company itself that decided to change how it was going to market this toy, yeah. you know, and it and all it said was, you can make it whatever you want to make it. We're just not going to sell them separate from each other. OK, here's the thing. They decided to stop selling two products and to only sell one product. Mm -hmm. You can make an argument that. That That's not them. a great business decision yeah. <laughs> when they can make more money by selling two rather than bundling it into one. I don't know. And this is where I haven't done, you know, the, the research. Maybe they're charging more money for one. I don't know. But the still, the, the point is, is it's like it, this is one of those things where it's just like this is a small adjustment in what we're doing. But we're going to stop placing such an emphasis on this, mm -hmm. on the – the Mr. and Mrs. here, and we're just going to allow you to, you know, to dress them up however you want to, which for crying out loud is what's been going on forever anyway. anyway. <laughs> Most kids didn't pay attention to the <laughs> right. Mr. and Mrs., but um, we did as parents. And so it's like, again, it's, it's one of these things where it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really I, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this a little bit because it's like, I, I want to, I want to believe that people don't really have that big of a problem with expanding our acceptance, expanding our thinking about 
about certain things. We're, we're not saying that Potato Head is trans now. They didn't come out and say, you know, he, the Potato Head is non-binary. They didn't, they're not doing any of that. They're just saying, you can just, we're just not going to sell two different packages. You can, you can make it what you want now, you know, um, you can dress it up and with long eyelashes or without, you know, with a mustache or without. I mean, you've got to do both long or eyelashes, both. Long and, eyelashes a and a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter. You know, we yeah. can, you know, you could do what you want to with it. And, and, and that's just trying to stay current with the, the conversation that is going on in the world, that there's, there's something more to be th- to be processed here. There's something more for it. There's something, there's a bigger conversation to be had here Mm -hmm. than about, you know, making sure that we are dogmatically enforcing gender stereotypes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, but, but I know the case is, is that some people really do have problem with that. Yeah. I have to think, though. I don't. I don't have to think. I tend to think that it's um, that it's entirely fear based. Well, that's what it, that's where I, the conclusion I was coming to y- yesterday. You and I were driving um, to a doctor's appointment, and um, usually our phones just connect to the in the car, and whatever's on our phone oh, right. gets played. But <laughs> right. neither of our phones did that, and the radio just played. And it was, it, we weren't paying attention to it at first. And then after a while, you and I were like, what is this? Um, I still don't actually know what it was. It was conservative Christian talk radio. Oh, God, that makes it even worse, because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. But um, it, this host was discussing some of this, um, the equality, uh, act that is getting moved through legislation right now. And so, um, which is another topic that I'm not completely understanding what the controversy was representing it as the worst Worst. attack on Christianity that has ever happened. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I looked at you and I said, okay, I'm missing something here. That equality is the worst attack on Christianity. And so we listened. You, you were like, oh, I don't want to listen to this garbage. And I'm like, no, 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 turn You're it like, up. You're like, turn it up. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it, we just listened for a little while. And then, then we went to Perry and had a beer out on, the port, or on their patio. And, um, and, I, and I said to you, I said, it, I think it's all just simply fear then when we actually allow another human being to have the same things that we have if we're against that we must be afraid of something um because i don't see any other conclusion to come to other than just simply hate but i think hate is a byproduct of the fear i think the fear comes first so what are we actually afraid of and she made this comment about how this will hurt women's rights because um, she referenced the sports and uh, that the transgender community will now have access to 
um, playing on either side, male or female sports, and how trans women beating uh, beating natural women, natural women, <laughs> and how um, yeah. you know we already know that women are the uh, less strong, less uh, right. the weaker of the two species, and starts going on, and I'm like. I think you just undid <laughs> women's rights and equality with that statement. I really don't think right. that this is it. And, and we're like, okay, so sports or equality? <laughs> right. It really? So we're going to hold on to this ideology yeah, because our sports, our sports might be threatened. Are, are threatened. <laughs> right. And I thought, but the humans are threatened. You're threatening humans in this. Right. And, um, and I'm just like, wow, I can't believe this thinking still exists. Um, I mean, I can, but I can't. Like, I, I, just, I just can't believe we haven't evolved past the fear. What are we so afraid of that not everybody is a mister and not everybody is a missus? I mean, this isn't even just a gender thing. This is a, a marriage thing. Like, okay, so we're not really... A, a girl potato unless we're a Mrs. Girl Potato. Right. Like we have to be married to be a Mrs. Potato. I'm like, this whole thing is just so messed up. <laughs> um I just I just think it's such small thinking. And when you're so encaged by fear, um, you know, this we've talked about this before, you know, like prayer in school. And I remember growing up, um, you know, devout in my faith, um, spending time as from a young child to my adulthood, um, praying. And, um, I would, in high school, I would carry a journal with me and before class would start waiting for everybody to show up, I would write in my journal, like prayers, dear God. And I would just, you know, maybe it was before a test, maybe it was social stuff, I, whatever it might've been. And I would, write out my prayer. And I'm, I've, even then I didn't understand why we had to force everybody else into that space in a place where, um, in life where we were still trying to figure all that out. Why, why did I, I already had that right. I could do it anytime I wanted to. I could sit there with my eyes open and pray. I can, I, I have that human right to be able to do that. I even have it that right here in America to pray anytime I want to. Why does it have to be legislated into the schools? And, um, and, and so it's, it, I think it's just small thinking that if, we're, if we have to legislate that in there, then we must be afraid of it disappearing. Well, if you're afraid of it disappearing or that God suddenly isn't going to be in the schools, then what do you base your faith on anyway? That you you have to be led corporately to pray? Or that you, I mean, like, there's just so many tangents to go on with this. I know that. I understand that I could get into a million conversations with this. But it's, I just, I think that if it's, if it's rooted in fear, if it's based in fear, if we cannot um, move progressively into equality for all human beings, you get the same thing that I get. Um, then, th then we're being run by fear, hate, and power. Right. That's. I mean that that is that is what it is at its. Um, I think at its core is that. Um, 
it's it's that you are going to require something of me that I don't like. Um, so if if I think that your beliefs are stupid, um, let's just start there. Let's not talk about whether I think that they're you know harmful or whatever else. I just think that they're stupid. I just don't agree with them. Okay. Then no one can tell me that I have to accept your beliefs. And I say, okay, on one hand, I agree with you. You don't have to accept those beliefs as valid as yours. Fine. Okay. But encoded within that is that you don't have to treat that person with in, in, with respect to their different beliefs. And that's something different. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, let's take, um, let's take, uh, uh, Muslim women wearing a hijab and let's say that, you know, I am a conservative Christian and I see a woman wearing a hijab. And so I don't agree with that belief. And so you shouldn't be able to wear that around me because I think your belief is stupid that you have to cover your face. Um, that's an entirely different thing than you saying, I don't agree with that. And I would never require my own daughters to wear a hijab, but that's your thing. So by all means, I will still, you know, sell to you. If you come into my business, I'll still serve you if you come into my restaurant or whatever else. Right. Um, but what the, what the conservative, what a, a large part of the conservative movement is, is trying to say is that you shouldn't be able to force me to accommodate your different belief if I don't like that belief. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't have to, you know, I, I, I should be able to have disdain for, for your belief system because it's different than mine. Um, and that's where it goes Permission into to hate. Yeah. It's, um, that's where, you know, we talked about it before, um, on a, on a different episode, but where so many, um, you know, from marginalized communities of, of all kinds are just, are, you know, start off begging, then moved into crying out, you know, then moved into demanding that their right to exist, you know, be, um, be given that they, mm -hmm. that they have a right to exist. I have a right to exist as I am. I have a right to exist in the color of my skin, the, you know, the, the sexual orientation that I am, uh, the, the gender that I, um, that I align with, whatever it might be. Right. Um, I have a right to exist in this country that way. And, and so, so demanding their right to be able to exist. And then you had the opposition party that was demanding that uh, that they have the right to not uh, to to not respect your right <laughs> to exist. I don't have to tolerate you. I don't have to serve you in my business. I don't have you know all those kinds of things. I you know that uh, I demand the right to uh, to not accept your rights. <laughs> you know, and it's like it. 
it, if you just stop for like two seconds and think about it, that's really fucked up. Yeah. You know, that's really fucked up. Um, and it's like, what does it, what does it really hurt? What does it really hurt to just allow somebody to live and exist in the same freedoms that, that, that you have, um, in their daily going about their lives, right? What does it hurt you to, to allow them to have, well, because, because in that they infringe on my rights because, you know, if I call them the wrong pronouns, then, then I get called out for that. Okay. Well then grow up a little bit. Yeah. Then, then learn, then learn they, them rather than he, she, you know, (laughs) it's like, are you serious? Are you serious that that is what you're having an issue about? Well, I don't think that that's even a thing. You know, boys are boys and girls are girls. You know, I don't think that's a thing and you can't make me accept that. I'm like, you don't have to accept it to just respect that someone else believes differently than you do because their life is affected Mm -hmm. by whether or not they have the freedom to believe that, right? That their, their very life, um, including whether they have, whether they stay alive in some instances is affected by whether or not they have the freedom to think that as opposed to you just not agreeing, but Hey, no skin off my teeth. That's fine. You know, Mm I, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's so, um, I, it's so self-centered, but it's, it's caught up. And again, all this fear that our country's going down the toilet, you know, we, we've got to get back to the way that things were. We got to get back to this, that when things, when, when things were strong and, and we weren't this thin skinned and, you know, and forget about who's really thin skinned or not, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, did you forget that not that long ago, people of color didn't have the right to vote? Did you forget that not that long ago, women didn't have the right to vote? Did you forget that not that long ago, um, in, in religious circles, women weren't even allowed to speak up, you know, in, in public religious gatherings? Did you forget, you know, all of these things that were arguably terrible things for so many, right? (laughs) Um, that was the good old days you're referring to. That was the good old days. Are you serious? That's what you want to go back to? Are you serious that that's what you're looking for? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, I, and so there's a part of it where it's like, I, I get that there's a fear that's involved there. I, I don't really understand what the fear is though. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Ooh. Okay. Um, uh, cause once I say this, I can't unsay it. Unsay it. Well, yeah, we can. Just delete that shit right out of here. <laughs> um, I tend to think that it comes back to a base theology in the evangelical Christian church. Um, and I know that there's many different theologies within the Christian faith. So this is a specific one. That because we, Adam and Eve, sinned in the garden, God turned his back and he could no longer look on mankind with sin. So over time in trying to have this uh, ongoing relationship with mankind, um, only certain people could actually interact with God, priests, 
um, in specific sacred spaces. Oh, I said sacred spaces. Um, <laughs> Don't tie us to that. No. Um, <laughs> and temples, things like that. And then he sends his son to redeem the world, to save the world. And in that moment, and I'm, I'm referencing a theology that I was taught. In that moment on the cross that Jesus took on, literally took on the sin of all the world, past, present, future, and the skies went dark, which was God literally turning his back on his own son because he could not look at sin. These are all the things we were taught. And that in those three days that Jesus was dead, that he wrestled with the demons, he wrestled with Satan and won. And that he came, that the blood that he shed on the cross was the sacrifice after all the sacrifices that were made up until that time to allow mankind to have relationship with God because of their deplorable state. Jesus had done it once and for all. So therefore, at that resurrection, we could then um, now have a relationship with God. So what we do with this theology then is that we automatically view ourselves and view mankind as something that is unacceptable by God. Hmm. And we already give permission to say that mankind can be canceled because God did it first. Hmm. And unless we move into evangelical thinking, theology, um, we accept what Jesus did on the cross and we apologize for what we have done in our life, our sin. Um, we confess that and we ask forgiveness for it. Unless we do that, we remain deplorable. We remain mm. on the cancellation list. And so in a sense, evangelical Christianity doesn't just respond out of fear, responds out of permission. Shit. That's good. That's a, that's a good recognition. It has taken me years to begin to see myself as sacred creation mm. versus um, depra depraved, sinful humanity. And I'm watching Asher grow, and we're seeing his emotions all come to the surface and <laughs> <laughs> throw a fit and all that good stuff you get with a child. And I raised my kids under the theology that we were depraved and that we do not have to teach a child to be bad, but we do have to teach them to be good. And so we teach them manners, we teach them appropriateness and all those things. And you said something yesterday in regards to Asher because Sydney's really trying to do a different thing than what we did um, and yet still come to some... Um, 
uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, outcomes of kindness mm-hmm. and all of those things. Yeah. And, and it was that, um, I think our little man here is coming into his emotions and he doesn't know what to do with them yet. And it really struck me. Like I've been thinking about it all morning and instead of as an evangelical Christian person raising kids, we looked at them and said, you're bad and therefore I have to make you good somehow. That's your evil sin nature coming out. The even evil at this sin age. nature. Yeah. What if we engaged little man with that is that new emotion you've never felt before and it's called anger um, or it's called hurt or it's called empathy. We've seen all these things in him. Mm-hmm. And instead we looked at how do I help him uh, learn how to use these? Yeah. How to involve them in his life and how, how to um, take its energy to the right spaces. Yeah. What if we did that? Could he actually be a more constructive human who, um, who doesn't treat himself in shame, but actually moves himself forward with a real clear idea of how all these emotions mm-hmm. have a time and place and how to use them. So when you've been raised to think that you are depraved and the only reason that you get access to God is because of this whole theology, this whole idea of what Jesus may or may not have done on the cross, then we already look at the rest of mankind who is outside of that evangelical box and we say you're already bad. Right. We've been, we have permission in that theology to do that. So I think there is some of it that is fear-based and some of that that is rooted in a very destructive right. Uh, viewpoint of yeah. the divine. Yeah. I think that's good. That's really good. It's a good observation. That will probably get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we've been canceled. Um, yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> doubt. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we've, we've been told we've been canceled a number of times now. So I think that's good stuff. Um, I think it's good stuff to think about, and I think it's good stuff to to process in in even how we engage with others. Yeah, because I think in in some ways, like Asher, they've never figured out what to do with that. Yeah, and it looks a little bit more ugly now because we think they should know better. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. But uh, yeah, anyway, I. I just enjoy the hell out of this. <laughs> this is so much fun. Yeah. I mean, we t- you know we talk about it. we talk a lot, but we we don't often just sit down to just have an intentional conversation. And so it, again, if nothing else, this podcast is amazing for that. Yeah. We just sit down and have these intentional conversations. Yeah. And I have fun listening to them later. I yeah. laugh at us. Yeah. <laughs> We're our biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Why not? All right. Okay. That's a wrap. We'll see you again next week. Mm -hmm.